Shawty, what's up with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. She know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This low malaria. What's up, everybody? It is another episode of the Lovecast. <clears throat> Just a quick note before we get into it. Um, I had to re-record this intro because new news came out about the Ime Udoka situation. So you're going to hear in the intro and just when I'm talking about Ime, it's just going to be me. And then I'm going to cut back to our pre-recorded segments that we recorded last night. So just be weary of that. And there is timestamps in the description if you want to skip around between different segments. But yeah, so next you're going to hear just me followed up by me and Jordan and Butsy talking the usual segments. Alrighty, folks, we are back with another episode of the Lubcast. Um, I recorded this last night with Butsy and Jordan, but so much new stuff that came out that was uh, pertinent to what we're talking about um, came out, like I said. So I think it's only fair to redo it, start from the beginning. Um, of course, I'm talking about the Ime Udoka situation. It's just an extremely <clears throat> uh, sticky and a shitty situation, for lack of a better term. And uh, a lot of people involved are getting hurt unnecessarily. The first thing I want to talk about is the complete bullshit that... First off, fuck everyone on Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool of garbage people. I'm on Twitter. Um, and it's just... It's terrible. The shit that I was seeing was just awful. Um, the fact that... Celtics female staffers were being brought up like why do we have to speculate about who it is um, that Ime Udoka had an affair with it's ridiculous like women that weren't involved were like trending and their face was on Twitter because um, people were thinking that it was them it's just disgusting it makes us as fans look bad and I know a lot of our fans aren't doing it it's a lot of other fans that come in and make stupid fucking remarks and then make it seem like it's Celtics fans. The vast majority of us are good, and then it's just always a couple of those bad eggs on both sides that just say some dumb shit. Um, so I feel bad for all the women involved. I know people are going to give me slack, but like the way I watched the press conference today and the way that the Celtics handled this, in my opinion, um, seemed like the right way to do it. It s seems like from what we know, well, let me back up a little bit. We're talking about Ime Udoka has just been suspended for the 2022-2023 season by the Celtics, not by the NBA, for having an intimate, consensual relationship. But then he made um, like remarks to her that were inappropriate. He made inappropriate comments to her. Um, and I thought, personally, what I think happened is there was a leak. I don't think this was, this was going to be all t wrapped up and given out uh, later, but Woj leaked it as he normally does, um, and he didn't leak the full story, which is just not respect of journalism, and it's dangerous to do that because people's uh, lives and their integrity get hurt. Like the female, the female staff member that was trending for the Celtics, that had to they had to tell they had to tweet out that it, she was not involved, which is just an embarrassing thing. And part of that is on Woj and. Um, shams for fucking tweeting when the story's not done yet they tweet out these like vague uh nuggets and then people are going to speculate naturally and part of it's on the celtics too for not 
disclosing her identity, but like you don't need to if you're protecting the victim in the situation. You don't need to disclose her, their identity. Um, There's just a lot of fumbling on all sides, but I think the Celtics, honestly, from what I've heard in this press conference that just happened about an hour ago, was the Celtics became aware of the intimate and consensual relationship that Ime was having with this unnamed staffer in July. Everything was fine, and then they hired... Um, they they got some reports from the female that he was making inappropriate comments towards her. So then they hired a law firm, a third-party law firm that is not associated with the Celtics other than them hiring them to do an, like uh, essentially like an audit to make sure that everything's okay. And they came back with their findings, and then the Celtics were going from there, and they were going to internally suspend him. And I believe that they notified the team on Wednesday about the news, and then someone leaked it. So, whoever leaked it first off, you fucked up this whole thing. And uh, shame on Shams and Woj, because they did a terrible job investi- er, reporting this. Um, they've hurt a lot of people in the process now. Um, and yeah, it's just a really shitty situation. As for um, what to do with Ime, like... I have no, I'm not, I don't have any place to talk on it, so I really can't talk about it. I just wanted to say that the people on Twitter suck. Um, you don't need to have an opinion about everything. And I know that's counterintuitive to what I'm doing because I'm literally giving my opinion out as well. But I'm trying to do it in a manner where it's a little bit more educated, whereas some people just fucking feel something and tweet out the first thing they feel, and it's usually just a stupid thing. Um, and yeah, also Ennis Cantor is a fucking asshole. Uh, he sucks. He tweeted out something about karma, about Ime, and and that's such a f- ridiculous fucking tweet because the thing, the reason that Ennis Cantor isn't in the NBA anymore has nothing to do with his political views. It's because he can't run up and down the floor without getting gassed. Um, he was a big man who didn't rebound. He averaged four points a game, and he couldn't play pick-and-roll defense. So he's just a trash human being. That was a trash tweet. He's like the Brendan Schaub of um, of the NBA. Uh, he's just dog shit. I, I've, Ennis Cantor is one of my least favorite people now. Um, just a terrible fuck. He really showed his true colors with that tweet. That was complete bullshit. Um, yeah, this is a really shitty situation for every everyone involved. Um, it's just tough. It's hard to report because you want to offend anybody in this uber sensitive day and age where everyone gets offended about everything. And yeah, uh, this all sucks. I don't know what more to say about it. So let's transition to a better topic. Let's talk about the risers and fallers. Yes. Risers and fallers. So Jordan, you want to start us off? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a riser. Uh, I'm going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. So week one, Trey Lance in the monsoon, first game as a starter, uh, really struggled. Niners looked bad, lost to the Bears. I think it was like 19 to 10. They couldn't put up points. Uh, Then this week, you know, Trey Lance unfortunately goes down with an injury, um, which we already covered. But Jimmy G comes in, looks great. Um, They basically dominate the Seahawks start to finish 27 to seven, I think. Um, and yeah, like I don't I don't know if anyone would be surprised if this Niners team uh makes it to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'm, I got the Niners as a riser. I think they're a really great team. I'm gonna hit you with a riser as well, guys. I have 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as as my riser. Um, I know that obviously on power rankings they're obviously pretty high up and definitely a favorite to win the NFC for sure. Um, but their defense looked unbelievable uh, against the Saints the other day on uh, last Sunday, and and not only, I mean, and the Saints are good. Like the Saints uh, have weapons. Um, you know, they were just making Jameis look bad. Their their D line was was putting in some amazing work. Their corners were locked down. Um, you know, this this defense could arguably be. I think Jordan, you said this on uh, the couch. I think you said that the defense could easily be the best in the league. And and I don't think that there's uh, any disagreement about that statement. Uh, on my end, Vita Vea has been an unbelievable tank. Uh, their secondary has been locked down. Um, so I, I really, really like this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Tom Brady also looked like he was he was back a little bit. He threw some unbelievable dimes to uh, no one. in the ab. Yeah, it's literally nobody uh, in the absence of um, uh, Mike Evans when he got kicked out, which, by the way, I fucking love that shit. Lattimore and Evans. <laughs> that was that's an like, awesome moment. Uh, Lattimore and Evans beef may be my favorite beef in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they see each other twice a year is just, is just so, so. Did you guys so, see when he went so to the good. ref and he's like, what, can, what am I supposed to do? He hit Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but um, nevertheless, Buccaneers are my riser of the week. Yeah, um, my riser, honestly, it's a cheap play, but it's got to be the Bills. I think um, even the, like they Jordan, put your fucking thumbs away. <laughs> Jordan's putting thumbs down. Um, I know that's a really easy pick, but I can't. If they're already at one, can they go above one? Like, Dude, if, yes, like, they how, can. How can they rise above? I one? thought because when I because I thought it was uh, the fucking Bills and the Chiefs were even. The Chiefs are or the Bills are above the Chiefs in my opinion now, which is not like a heart. Can you both stop? <laughs> um, Give your take, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, let me get the take out. Just Jesus. skip. Just skip. Like you guys, for everyone listening, just skip like a minute thirty. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I forget. Is this nice the butt cast or is this the love cast? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, anyways, uh, Tennessee one. always gives the Bills a hard fucking time. They did last year. They beat them, I believe, or they gave them a close game. I don't even remember, but. Um, they completely blew them out of the water. Granted, that's a Tennessee team that, you know, isn't the strongest. They had, they lost a lot of, uh, players, but still to me, like the bills their defense, their offense, they're, they're playing about perfect football right now, as close to perfect football as you can get. And I didn't, I wasn't as high on them going into it as I thought, like, I thought like they still need to prove it a little bit and they just continue to prove themselves. And I know it's an easy riser, but like, guys. They are playing fucking close to as perfect football as you can get. I'm super high on them now, as everyone else is, and they're totally my my riser. I know it's it's a dumb pick, but they're like that Rams game. You thought maybe it's just because you know they they felt guilty, like they thought they could have gotten that Super Bowl, and they were fucking trying to play for that, and they wanted some revenge, even though they lost to the Chiefs, and that's why they're out. But still, like, what are you laughing at, Jordan? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> You're you're messing up my flow, dude. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I I I'm just I'm extremely high on the Bills as everyone else is. And Josh Allen's awesome. Their defense is awesome. And I I really I know I pick who did I pick the Chiefs Vikings. Yeah, that's definitely not my pick anymore. I honestly think it's going to be Bills Eagles in the Super Bowl now. And I'm sticking by that from now on. By the way, I, I I think it's an overreaction on on the Vikings hate. Um, Kirk Cousins like just looked so bad in the red zone because it's prime time um, though. Yeah, true. Prime time Kirk Cousins never looks good, but I mean, a the Vikings dropped a wide open touchdown pass, uh, and yeah, then dude. they had Two multiple red zone trips that ended in turnovers. So it's like 
I think the Vikings are going to be okay. Uh, Philly, obviously, tough place to play, and they're obviously a phenomenal team as well. But I'm going to stick with my Vikings pick for now. Uh, Jordan, do you have, you have a follower? Or, yeah, uh, uh, no, follow. I just wanted to alert the masses of the breaking news that just came out of the Lovecast. The Bills are good. Jordan, just, uh... wow. Jordan, 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 I want you to know something right now. <laughs> let, let, here, can Do you we, know that the like... Bills could be the best team in football, Max? Hey, hey. hey. He has nothing to say. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to a suck. follower now. I do, I <laughs> no, I'm giving you. my follower. Um, I give it's the Indianapolis Colts. They're now 0-1-1. and What a start to the season um, for the team that was supposed to win their division. They just got shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's got to be one of the most embarrassing losses uh, for the Colts in like the yeah, last. Yeah, good pick. They lost to two bad years. teams. Easy. Well, follow. well. What about what about the end of the uh, end of the season? End of the season. Absolute embarrassing, arguably a more embarrassing loss to make the playoffs against the Jaguars last year. Yeah, true. That that's true. I I mean, getting shut out is just hard to do. This is um, equally as bad as my Bills. No, pick. the reason they're a faller, Max, is because coming into the season, they were supposed to be really good. I mean, we all did our preseason records and we had them winning a bunch of games. So clear division uh, winners. What's that? We had them as clear division winners. Yeah, we did. So uh yeah, I mean the Jags do look better than we thought, but the Colts just stink. Matt Ryan needs to figure it out. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does, but through two weeks, definite faller. Butsy. I'm honestly struggling to find a follower because I feel like a lot of teams are, are kind of where we had them at. Um, okay, I got one if you're trying I'm gonna, to think. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, sorry, I'm going to give a team that, that I think is on a slippery slope right now, and that's the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to say the Rams because they almost choked in an enormous lead to the Atlanta Falcons. They, uh, they were a Jalen Ramsey pick away uh, from, from, almost, from winning that football game, actually. Um, they haven't looked like the Rams of last year. Um, uh, you know, obviously I didn't expect them to, but I did expect them to look a little better. Um, although they got out to a huge lead in this game, they, they couldn't put the, the Falcons away. And the Falcons are fucking dog shit, arguably the worst team in the NFL. So um, I'm going to go Rams as, as a team to keep an eye on. Stafford, two picks, uh, three touchdowns, two picks against against this Falcons defense, uh, 27 for 36. He did have a solid game, but those two interceptions against the I literally can't name one player on the Falcons defense. I don't know if any of you guys can. I, I literally can't. So to throw two picks to a bunch of no uh, no names is tough. Um, you know, but I, I just think that they're on a slippery slope. I just think for what people expected them of them to coming into the year, I think we should just keep a close eye on them because I think that they're, you know, in jeopardy of of not uh, being a top team in the NFC. Yeah, um, that's a solid pick. My pick is the Broncos. Um, I know they got that win, but I don't know. I think they're going to lose this week against the 49 the 49ers just because Garoppolo to me is a better fit um than Trey Lance. It's not a hot take at all. Everyone agrees with that. Like Trey was still trying to figure it out. He's he's a not a rookie, but you know, he's still young trying to figure it out with the team. Garoppolo knows what he's doing. He's been with the team before. Um and I think that the Broncos could actually lose this game. I, even though I mean San Fran's favored anyways, but they don't look good. Um, Nathaniel Hackett is one of the, uh, goofiest coaches. Sorry. The Steelers are running this crazy trick play right now. Oh, and they just fucking had a safety. Good. Good. That's how, that's a good way to end the game. Great. I love, I love, I love the live reactions. God fucking damn it, dude. Really? 
What the fuck was that? Uh, oh no, they got a touchdown. Never mind. The fucking Browns got a fucking touchdown. Now it's a nine. Right, well, keep it rolling. All right, they, the Steelers still suck. Keep it going. Yes, Come sorry. On. How are the Pats doing? Anyways, um, so yeah, dude, the just fucking beat. We just beat you. We literally just barely, beat you. barely. <laughs> Our team is worse than yours, and you barely beat me, and you're gonna get. Our team is not fucked. better Our than yours. Bad. Your team is bad. Anyways, um. Both of our teams suck. Okay, we can come to that agreement. Um, okay, yeah, it's the Broncos for sure. Russell Wilson, like we've talked about last episode, um, he just doesn't have that, you know, rushing capability anymore. He kind of stays in the pocket. He does not run anymore. Um, he's getting a little bit older. Nathaniel Hackett, like I said before, he's had a lot of weird uh, time management things. Um, like I said, the Broncos were literally, the Broncos fans were literally counting down the clock because they were getting so many um, delay of game penalties and all that. He was having to call timeouts when he didn't need to call timeouts. Um, the, they lost the game against the Seahawks, basically, because he decided to go field goal instead of uh, using Russell Wilson, which you're looking with at it now. Timeouts, with two timeouts. Yeah, and you're looking at it now. Maybe he didn't trust Russell Wilson, which is possible because he hasn't looked super great. Um, That's not a good excuse, though. You yeah, no, it's not a good excuse. It's, it's not a good excuse at all, but I'm just saying like that it's possible that he didn't trust him. Um, <laughs> They lost Jerry Judy. I don't know when he'll be back. They've lost some key players on their team. I don't know. This Broncos season could get a little bit scary pretty fast. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I think a lot of people had high expectations for them, but look at their next couple of games. They're playing 49ers, and they're playing the Raiders. That's going to be a tough game. Colts, you assume, is going to be a relatively easy game because the Colts suck, like Jordan said. Um, then they're playing the Chargers. That's tough. Jets is, you know, Jets are a little little tough i don't i wouldn't say like they're super hard then it's jaguars scrappy. what scrappy yeah scrappy's a good way to put it jaguars they'll probably get that win and then it's titans raiders again like bronco uh, panthers ravens chiefs is gonna be tough cardinals is gonna be tough ravens is gonna be tough um rams chiefs again and, and then chargers again like they have a pretty wow tough that's schedule. a really tough schedule yeah they have yeah. a very tough schedule ahead of them they could very easily miss the playoffs and you know, Russ is getting up there in age and they're already like boo. They booed the offense off the field at the end of the game. Like that's going to be tough. I mean, I know they got that win, but still like, yeah, Denver's a dumpster fire. Good pick there, Max. Way to redeem yourself. You. Uh, good job. Oh good my job, God. Buddy. Thank you. Good job, champ. My, uh, good job, good job, my next riser is going to be Philadelphia Eagles. So they, uh, week one got a good win against the line. Just go ahead and pick the Bills next time. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, you get a fucking 40 to one win against the Vikings, and all of a sudden they're a riser. I mean, I'm just yeah, gonna, why wouldn't they be a riser? Prime time. Um, someone's a little salty. I am uh, salty. Right. Yeah, so then they come out this week, they get a uh, big time win over a great team in the Vikings, uh, in prime time. And I think the question coming into this season for the Eagles was is Jalen Hurts going to take the next step? And through two weeks, he absolutely has. He uh, he went 26 for 31 for 333 passing yards, and he had 57 on the ground uh, with 11 carries. So that dude looks like he's going to be a star. So the Eagles, like, now I really – the NFC is wide open. I'm not going to be surprised to see if they make a deep playoff run. I'd be surprised if they, like, win the Super Bowl. But other than that, like, I could see him getting there. Um, and that wouldn't shock me. So Eagles riser. I like it. Nick? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have any uh, other riser slash fallers in the NFL. Um, I know the Titans are owned too. A little surprising there, but uh, it's, it's tough when you play such a juggernaut in the bills. Uh, the bills are kind of like the bills are looking like the Georgia of college football right now. They look untouchable. 
Yeah. I'm Titans. They lost a lot of personnel. Um, I know that some of the people that I listened to on podcasts were saying that they weren't really super high on the Titans. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not super surprised that they're struggling like this. I think like, I mean, the bills, just like I said, like you guys, like we all said, they're just a juggernaut. It's hard to beat them. Um, but yeah, I, I also am having a tough time finding risers and fallers. Let's go on to the next subject, which is, hold on. College football, I believe. Yes, college football lessons. So, Butsy, what's your first les- lesson from college football week three? Uh, yeah, week three. Florida's not that good. Um, that's going to be yeah. my, my, one of my biggest takeaways. Uh, they opened the season with an incredible win over Utah at home. Um, but they have not looked good these past couple weeks. Um they did lose to Kentucky in week two uh, at home. Pretty kind of uh, kind of an embarrassing loss, honestly, on your on your home turf uh, after people were screaming. What's the quarterback's name again? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. For who? Florida. Oh, uh, Richardson. Yeah, everyone was screaming his name. Uh, a Heisman winner, Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, you know, keep an eye out for him. And he threw up an absolute stinker against Kentucky. And then they barely snuck out of victory. Uh, against you, was it uh, fucking oh, uh, uh, South, Florida. South Florida? Yes, yeah. South Florida uh, at home, too. So uh, the swamp hasn't been proven to be very deadly. Um, you know, Florida obviously came into that game as huge favorites, 23 point favorites, only got a three point victory. Um, I think people came in and, and underrated them uh, in the preseason. They win one game in the swamp uh, against a team from the West Coast that's just not ready for the swamp. Um, and everyone's like, wow, they're fucking back. Florida's back. Florida's good. Um, tough loss against Kentucky and then a, a sneaky win against South Florida. I just don't think they're that good. Um, uh, uh, you know, they play Tennessee this weekend. That's going to be a loss. Uh, go Vols. Sure. That's a loss. So it's like, you know, they're playing all these SEC opponents now. Uh, Florida will be unranked within the next couple of weeks for sure. Yes. Um, I just want to say. And remain, is- and remain unranked the rest of the season is my, yeah. is my take. I just want to say this is literally the biggest game. Dude, college game day was setting up. It's Thursday. They were setting up today on campus. Are you going? I'm trying to. People are camping out. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm not camping out because um, just a little inside Class. info. It's my Class girlfriend and I's three-year anniversary on Friday. So she's not going to be very happy if I. Thank you. If, Wait, if like I, tomorrow? Tomorrow. So I, I'm. she's not going to be very happy if I camp out. People are camping out um, Friday night into Saturday morning. And then also Barstool is going to be at on campus as well with Dave Portnoy and Big Cat and oh all that. You have to go. Yeah, that's later in the night. If I still am walking and functioning, I'll probably try and make it over there. But it's absolutely it's absolute pandemonium on camp on campus. You can feel it in the air. This is the biggest game Tennessee has had in a long, long time. I can't fucking wait. I know it's probably annoying to hear me talk about that. Jordan, what's your lesson uh, for college football week three? Yeah, so if we have any loyal fans of the pod, um, you guys know I don't watch college football, but I still have a lesson for you. It's a gambling lesson. Um, <laughs> don't tell Jordan that. Anyway, I like it a lot. Um, so if you have two ranked teams playing each other and the uh, team that's ranked lower is at home and favored, bet that team. We had two instances of it this week. Uh, Oregon was favored against number 12 BYU. Oregon is number 25. They were favored and covered their three and a half. Uh, same thing with Texas A&M versus Miami. A&M's ranked 24. Miami's 13. A&M was favored by six and a half. They covered. Um, yeah, if, if Vegas is going to 
you know, just straight up tell you like that the the worst team is actually gonna like they they should win the game. I, I like taking that favorite. Yeah, that's a, that's honestly a pretty good lesson. Um, I did take BYU. Um, one of my plays that I threw in there, and they looked so bad. Uh, I, I'm not buying the Oregon hype though. Yeah, might have been a mission trip week. Um, I'm picking Penn mm-hmm. State. Mine is um Penn State's the real deal. Um, they have one of the best backs in my nation, uh, in the nation, not my nation. In your uh, your nation. In my nation, love nation. Okay. No, uh, Singletary <laughs> or Singleton, whatever Ooh, his name don't is. Don't say that again. Ooh, don't say that again. What's his name? Singleton. No, love nation. <laughs> love nation. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I should never <laughs> ever want to hear in my life again. So I'm yeah, and love Na- love nation, love Singleton. Um, <laughs> Love Nation, all of our fans. We love Singleton and we love Penn State. Um, no, no, they look to be fully honest with you. Um, Sean Clifford, the quarterback, came in a little beat up, looked pretty good. Uh, Penn, I know this is an Auburn team that's not, you know, top of the line. They're not even ranked. Um, they had some questions on on defense. Uh, basically, they were just kind of behind Tank Bigsby, their their like star running back. That's kind of all they had on offense and. Still, this is like their first real opponent that Penn State's faced other than Purdue. And I know that that Purdue game was a, oh my God. <laughs> Damn it, Riley. All right, let me, let me, we're just going to. No, there's gonna... no way you're answering this. There's no way you're answering this. There's no way in possible hell that you're answering this. I have to, I have to. What, why? You think if Emma called, I w- I'm going to pick up? Lyra, we're in the middle of a pod. Oh my God, this is unbelievable yeah. right now. Plus, okay, right. answer this. Jordan was mad too. Don't don't, don't put Butsy's me in the really, category He's chewing me out right now. But he's chewing me out that I answered. Please keep this in the pod. Please. So please, said, so sorry, guys, Connor, after listening to important. this, that's what. After listening to this, please go to what? our TikTok and just be raid Max. Yeah, I'm doing with, Zoom with hate comments. Then. Just be raiding with hate comments yeah, for picking up doing, a, really a well. call during uh, a recording. Uh, this is really unprofessional. I'm not gonna lie. Give me. This is pretty unprofessional. With you or them. Okay. I was closing uh, the episode. Give me five minutes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, another uh, college right, football team to, to keep an eye on. Um, okay. I I'm buying USC hype. By the way, I think USC is a fucking really really good football team, and the fact that a West Coast school is back and uh, has potential to be in the top four by the end of the season makes me so happy uh, because they are always like these West Coast teams are always so exciting to watch, um, especially USC so, uh, Southern California. It's fucking electric down there. Uh, they've been rolling teams, rolling Stanford, rolled Fresno. Uh, they got a big test this week uh, weekend against Oregon State. They are uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites as it stands. I did get them at six, which kind of sucks. A uh, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money coming in on Oregon, um, both sharp and just kind of um, money in general. But until USC proves me wrong, uh, I'm going to still ride with them. The Oregon State did just destroy – I don't even know his team. Montana State by fucking 40. Um, let down spot for Oregon State, maybe. Oregon State is at home, but I'm buying the USC hype. Good pick. Um, yeah, th- those are our lessons for week three in the college football season. Um, just a quick episode for you guys tonight. Good pick, Butsy. Good pick, boys. Um, yeah, so it's going to be exciting week four in college football. Um, can't wait to come back and react. Hopefully the Vols win. And yeah, so... Thank you all for listening so much. We enjoyed having you and we will be back next week. Yeah.
Shawty, what's up with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. She know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some.